0: the H broadcasting fee and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. It is the holiday season. Officially, I'm declaring it Officially, it is the holiday season. I feel like after Halloween, it's full-on holiday season slash shopping season. And uh, we're talking about lots of gift-giving ideas. Each week, I'm kind of giving you different gift-giving ideas for different people that may be in your life. So a little bit later in the show, I've got great gifts for the coworker. I feel like this is always a little bit of a challenge, um, and I end up giving advice a lot about this, the coworker. So we'll get to that in a bit. First, in business fashion news, I've got some info on Nike, all these I love all this information, the scoop du jour about these big, huge brands. Um, interesting what they're doing. So they confirmed they will no longer sell its products on Amazon. I knew I'd get a reaction out of you, Bob.
2: <laughs> What's the matter?
1: <laughs> so the partnership started about two years ago. And the deal was Nike sell, uh, Amazon sells Nike. In return, Amazon removes fake Nike items okay and uh and tries to stop basically the unauthorized third party sellers from selling Nike products on its site, so I'm assuming well, Amazon's supposed to do that correct right okay. that was the deal right. in exchange for they can sell Nike products from Nike um, so apparently Nike wasn't able to get a handle on the third party market, and I thought about that, i am like, right, so how would you really control that
2: what what but yeah, this is the part I'm. Nike was supposed to control that or Amazon, Amazon was, was supposed, supposed to control, to control that. that? Okay, right. now that makes more right. sense. Right. And we so. all know that they don't seem to really effectively control that. Right. Because we see all these third-party products.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they would be expected to control <clears throat> that, but, you know, maybe I just don't know enough about what the deal was. But mm. – um, and, and probably I'm sure sales were low for Nike. That I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. Um, so, you know – being on Amazon so they have pulled out from that so interesting 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 because Amazon has really positioned themselves I mean they've done a huge huge uh, campaign for Amazon fashion you know I see ads for that all the time now I look on Amazon, there's still, you know, there's, they still need to keep it going and kind of grow it. Um, But it's definitely a place where I'll, I'll look every now and then as before, I would probably never look for fashion on Amazon. It was always for, you know, something else, an electronic or a gadget or whatnot. So um, it's very interesting. I don't know. I was thinking about this and I was thinking about thoughts on partnerships of these huge conglomerates, these huge brands and collaborations. And I was thinking, should more retailers merge? I was thinking about that. Because of the way the shopping, the landscape is going, um, people shopping online, does it make sense? So I guess let's say this. If you're at the tippy-tippy top, and tippy-top, I'm thinking like somebody like Nike or somebody so huge like that, do you have to? But then I'm like, well, maybe they do actually. Because, you know, they still have to, I don't know, or maybe is it just the smaller guys that need to merge? Then there's people, you know, Michael Kors buying, you know, other brands and Jimmy Choo's getting bought and Kate Spade got bought. You know, those are also big, big names. So I don't know. And I don't know how I feel about the merging because then for me as a consumer, I then don't have a lot of faith or trust in the brand. That's my concern. Like, okay, for example, if, you know, uh, let's say Nike bought, I don't know, Lululemon, what would happen? Would, maybe that's too close of a comparison. What would happen? Would things start to look like Nike then? And I love them both, but I love them both for different reasons. So I don't know.
2: It's interesting. I, a guy like myself who loves cars, I follow what happens in the car industry a lot. Okay. And this kind of happened with Volvo, which was bought by a company called Geely. It's a Chinese company. Okay. And we all kind of wondered, oh, this Volvo is going to turn into a Chinese car. Well, no, that didn't happen. Geely realized the value of the product, Volvo. Right. And simply added money where it needed. Mm -hmm. And Volvo has become a better car than it ever was.
1: Okay. So it was pure, like, financial. Yeah. They just needed some more funding or Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. And they kept the integrity of Volvo and all of the things that people love about it. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I guess, I mean, yeah, that I'm sure happens. But I think sometimes things change, you know. I just, for example, Amazon and Whole Foods. Have you noticed? I don't know if you shop at Whole Foods. I do.
2: Well, I would, but I don't like where the one is in town. Okay. At the, the shopping center it's in, I find a dangerous shopping center. Oh, Driving yes. into, I know exactly in the parking where you, lot yes. is, I don't know why.
1: I agree. 100% I agree. And I know what you're talking about. I literally dr- will go out of my way because I do not enter that parking lot. Yeah. There the, you, there doesn't need to be anxiety or stress when you're going into a parking lot yeah. for groceries. I agree. There are certain – I was just having this conversation the other day about certain parking lots um, that I go into frequently. Mm. And I I have it down to a science where I know time of day – that I'll actually park further out, like two or three lanes out where mm. I'm walking more just to avoid the chaos. Yes. Because I've been, I've actually been hit and I've been almost hit and mm-hmm. hit. So yeah. Anyway. All right. Side note. Um, anyway. So, uh, you know, I didn't notice a big change. Maybe other people did. I didn't. When You know, I walked into Whole Foods after uh, Amazon took over. Mm. I think I noticed one or two things. The, there was a section in the freezer, uh, not the freezer, f- refrigerator section where there were different doors and different products were a little bit moved around a little bit mm-hmm. that was really it mm-hmm. i didn't really notice anything else which is good you know yeah, i'm saying i think
2: so because whole foods was a, an effective store
1: right right i know the layout i like the layout i you know especially the one i frequent but i can go into any one and they're very similar mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I think that's what, what I think about, and I'm sure a lot of people think about that too, when brands merge or collide or, uh, collab rather, or, um, you know, someone is buying out someone. I think that's the other thing. When something is buying something, a brand is buying another, what is it going to be? You know, in fact, on
2: on Amazon's website, you see a lot more food and it's got the whole food's name on it.
1: Oh, interesting! I So, if you're that.
2: somebody who's wanting to order food online, well, I don't know, strange thing. Uh, but I haven't tried it yet, really. But okay. maybe some people really like that. Yeah, um, I think they do. The Whole Foods name now is attached to the Amazon offering. Okay, and um, gives it credence.
1: Right. So, if you're buying food on Amazon, it's coming from Whole Foods. Yes. Are there other it options or claim? no?
2: It's. In, in, oh, for, for food. food? I don't think so.
1: Yeah, probably not. I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. I always think, you know, if I were... candy
2: bars and such. Right, right,
1: right. I always think, you know, if I were sick or physically not able to get out to the grocery store, I'm sure I would. Or Mm. maybe elderly, I'm sure I would order food as well um i think there's people that do it anyway just as convenience factor Mm. i think that's more i hear a lot of my city friends say that like oh i have a you know delivery coming of groceries i'm like oh that's so odd to me but you know (laughs) that's city life (laughs) um you know and i guess for certain things yeah that you constantly just need replenish of um but i definitely couldn't do that with with produce Um, And Meat and Fish for me. I have to pick it out. I have to see it. Um, But anyway, um, you know, but but in terms of fashion, I think about that. So, you know, uh, let's say, again, Michael Kors, Jimmy Choo. Well, Michael Kors is very different from Jimmy Choo. Both great, both very different. I think that's a different customer, you know, if we're talking about just the shoe line. So I don't own Michael Kors shoes. Not that I don't like them. It's just not my aesthetic, you know.
2: But Jimmy Choo
1: i like um i you know probably my top 10 let's call it um but interesting so
2: those companies merge they they oh they widen the number of people they pull into their product line because there's very little crossover it's not the same customer that buys jimmy choo that buys yeah of course i
1: yeah i guess so
2: so that sounds like a good step
1: yeah, no, for sure. I mean, one, you know, Michael Kors is bigger yeah. and has much, you know, more money. So, yeah, mm. you can buy this or buy that and but I don't I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I just again, I worry about the integrity of the brands mm-hmm. of Jimmy Choo or or whatever the brand is if it's Manolo Blanic or if it's, you know, there's these are high-end luxury brands and um they are where they are for a reason regardless of where they are financially at some point they've gotten there because of Design. I mean, that's they—they they don't get there because of the price. You know, the price is pretty high. Um, you know, it's because of design and uh, the beauty of the shoe.
2: So they probably have to be concerned the same as Nike does about copy. Yeah, issues.
1: yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I've mixed emotions on that whole thing about, you know, brands. But, I again, in the bigger picture of where retail is going and has gone, I understand it. It makes sense. You know, we see stores closing. We see stores opening. You know, I don't know about that. But we see them opening differently. So, maybe that's what. I have to say this. I, I was having this conversation with a salesperson in a store I believe it was in the new Nordstrom that's in uh, on 57th Street Midtown and the first thing she said to me was please shop at the store we have to stay open and I said of course I said you'll never get that from me she said you look online and then you shop in the store and I said well I do both I think it's fair to say you know mm-hmm. I do what's convenient for me which I'm sure most people do so there are going to be the extremes I said, but I'm somewhere in the middle. I use sort of a combination. But I said, at the end of the day, we're talking about clothing. I will always have to see it, touch it, feel it, try it on. And that, that way, I don't worry about sending it back. I mean, I still do deal with that. This just happened again the other day. Um, I ordered a pair of shoes. And I always say, Oh, I don't buy shoes online. I don't, but I did this time. <laughs> and, you know, because they were inexpensive and I read the reviews and it's a brand that I know and, and buy buy usually their clothing from, not a whole lot of shoes. And every single review said, They're great, I love them, but they run small. So, okay, size up. So I sized up. And I got them That's and they you were did too with big. A shirt. And I got them and they were too big. <laughs> and I thought, oh, You see, you see what happened? So sent them back. It was very quick. I actually reordered the second pair that day before I even sent the first pair back just so that there was a quicker transition. And I thought, well, it's fine. You know, it'll be a wash money-wise. It's fine. But it was annoying because I couldn't wear them. <laughs> so that's the other thing. I like the instant gratification. I like to be able to buy it, take it home, wear it, if I choose. And if I don't, I put it – a lot of times that happens too. I put it in my closet. and But it's there and it's mine and mm-hmm. I have it. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway. All right, let's move on to gift ideas for coworkers. Lots of people this time of year kind of searching for. Um, there's lots of secret Santas that go on and holiday parties and what's the other one I heard the other day? We're having a. They called it. They didn't say Secret Santa. They were being a little bit more PC. Uh, snowball, snowball, snowman party. I don't know. <laughs> it's something. It was cute. I, I thought, oh, that's great. That's cute. It's all inclusive. It was like
2: snowman party or something. But doesn't Santa? Isn't Santa inclusive? I guess maybe not
1: religion. No, if well, Santa's not
2: part of religion.
1: I, I know but Christmas is, but if Christmas well, is right, so right, if you don't right. celebrate Christmas, <clears throat> right. you know, so well, yes, there
2: are some religions that do, yeah, won't do that, right, yes. for sure. Mm.
1: And so this happened to be an office party. Someone was talking about, so I get it. There were lots of different, you know, people and their diversity. So it was a uh, something with snowman or snowball. I think they said snowman party or something. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's cute. Okay, but regardless. When you do this, especially when you do this and you don't know what to buy for someone, so you're picking name out of a hat and getting whoever, and you think, oh, great, I don't know that person. I just know them. You know, I may, maybe know that what kind of coffee they drink, maybe, or maybe know that they like a certain snack. You, you're, It's limited what you're going to know, especially in an office setting. But even if it's not, even if it's a more uh, a formal setting or a more uh, – uh, uh, casual setting. If it's not an office, it's just um, a co-worker. So a couple of ideas. You, you're you're going to have to do a little bit of investigation for the person. So you're going to find out a little bit about them if you don't already know. Um, but this I thought this was a great idea. So for usually we know if people are cat people or dog people. And this is a pretty easy thing to find out. It's easy conversation to have. Um, people sometimes have pictures on their Instagram or on their desk or whatever. So very quickly you can find that out. So for the cat person... This is slightly ridiculous, but it is. So it's a cat collar that comes with a matching friendship bracelet for the human. <laughs> it was very, it was very, it's very cute though. Um, I thought it was very, very cute. This was on, um, I think this was on Uncommon Goods, or was it? Yes, I think it was. Um, and then for the dog person, um, there's. Oh, I actually ordered this for my dog. It's called Outward Hound Hide a Squirrel. It's basically this. It's, it looks like a stuffed animal. It's this uh, maybe, I don't know, two feet, three feet tall little stuffed tree that has little squirrels in it. That So it's like a puzzle. So they have to try and take the squirrels out. There's little holes and the The squirrels are sticking out of the tree, and they have to take the squirrels out and then put them back in. It's a little puzzle. It's very cute.
2: The dog will put them back in.
1: Well, my dogs are going to. I'm going to train them. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Um, This was 15 bucks, by the way. Oh, so yes, I ordered it, and um, I haven't given it to my dogs yet because I have this thing with presenting them with a new toy every holiday. So for Thanksgiving, they'll have this. It also keeps them busy and distracted while I have company. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I kind of – that's why. So I just got it. It's very cute. It's nice and soft and plush. And um, I think my dogs will probably end up taking the squirrels out and playing tug-of-war with it because they love to play tug-of-war with each other. Um, But we'll see. But I want to teach them how to do the puzzle. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. Um, But I thought this was very cute for the cat person or the dog person. Um, how about for the coworker who's always cold? There's always someone that says, is it freezing in here or is it just me? There's always, that's usually me, by the way. Not in this place. No, not in this place. <laughs> this place, they always know how warm it is. Yeah. Um, so how about a cotton chevron blanket? It's a throw, but it's also like a little blanket. It was, it's 13 bucks on Amazon. Can't beat that. And it's really cute. it's something they could kind of drape over their chair when they're not there and then drape over their shoulders. Um, and it's such a cute chevron print. I thought this was something interesting and, uh, great for really for anybody. This could be for guy, girl, and, and it's ageless as well. Uh, for the person who loves, Sauces like hot sauce. There is something called a hot hot sauce challenge with chips. It's thirteen dollars at Walmart. There are eight different sauces, or you can create your own.
2: Oh my goodness! Yes, sounds dangerous. (laughs) Yes,
1: I thought, oh, that's a good idea because there's always that person too that loves something hot. Um, yeah, I thought that was a great idea. And, you know, you could do something like that in a little basket, like add some chips, maybe add pita or add crackers or something else to go with it. Mm -hmm. Maybe even get, um, some margarita mix and throw that in. And it could be a great little gift basket. I would kind of make something out of this. Um, but very interesting, very, very, um, original. I think that's original gift. Uh, let's see what else. Um, and then I also was thinking about this gadgets gadgets are people are either gadget people or they're not so i feel like for that person that's that gadget person Uh, Again, I keep saying this website, Uncommon Goods is a great – there's a a great website for men, women, and kids. And they've got a range of products, lots of stuff like for the wine lover, for the beer lover, for the, you know, um, techie person. Um, There's even jewelry on there. There's health and wellness on there. So for the yogi, there's like these yoga mats and all different things, different – Gadgets and different things and accessories to go with whatever it is that person likes. A sports guy, there's all different stuff um, there. So um, and and all you can also shop by price, very uh, easy to navigate. So I recommend. Basically, my top sites were Amazon, Uncommon Goods, um, and where else did I, I saw a couple more? Was it ASOS? I think it was. Um, is where I found a lot of the stuff. So a couple of ideas for gift giving ideas. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to talk about winter shoe trends. You don't want to miss this one. What is the hottest shoe trend for winter 2019 going into 2020? Stay with us on 1490 WGCH.
0: Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do.
1: Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, winter shoe trends since winter is here as far as I'm concerned. um, It's not really fall any longer in my book. Once the leaves fall and uh, the temperature is, you know, in the 40s, that's winter for me. I know we had a few days here and there that are, you know, just above 50, but I'm already wearing scarves and layering. So winter's here. Let's talk shoe trends or boot trends, as I should say. So everything that's old is new again. As we saw in Ready to Wear, it's kind of the same in the shoe world. So big, big trend this year, slouchy boots, this 80s trend. Um, In particular, I like the suede. So it's kind of fitted. It's a knee boot, but then it slouches somewhere around your ankle kind of slouches down a little bit it's very very 80s i like that it's a little bit more tapered and not so huge around your like below your knee it's a little bit more fitted Um, i think that looks better the 80s it was a little bit wider and then there was like this gap sometimes between your depending on the size of your calf if you have small calves like i do it would kind of look like the boot was too big or it would slouch down a lot so most of the styles I'm seeing now, they're a little bit more tapered, and um, usually if they're suede, it's a stiffer material, so it kind of stays up a little bit better. But I'm loving this, by the way. I like it. I like this particularly with a dress, like sort of a um, either a shorter dress or something that's midi, something that hits in between your knee and your ankle. Uh, the other style I'm loving, so Western boot is, this was hot last season, and it continues to be really, really hot. Um, What I like about the Western boot trend is a lot of them are, some of them are actual knee boots and a lot of them are like a mini version. So it's a little, uh, you know, higher than an ankle boot, but not up to your, not up to your knee. And it's a smaller version with lots of different um, heel choices. So there's more of a traditional Western boot, but then there's like a higher heel. There's sort of an asymmetric heel. I like this. This gives you more options and it looks a little bit more modern and updated. And lots of color choices. I've been seeing. I've seen a, a lot of white, a lot of white, a lot of red, uh, a lot of brown, a lot of python, like snakeskin, um, west in a western style. So, you have a question, Bob?
2: Oh, you saw me turn on my mic?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I see you thinking of there too. By the way, <laughs> well, I've
2: my I have a western boot style put aside on my wish list on Amazon. Okay, and I like this. It's different. Because, from what I've, I've chosen before, because it is the, um, what's the term for it? Where it's, uh, it's a rough look. It's not a finished look leather. They purposely oh, distressed. Um, that's the word. Okay, it's a distressed leather, which is kind of what you're describing in a sense.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. There's just not just the traditional style um, cowboy boot. I li- mm. I love a distressed. Uh, now, so I'm assuming the heel is your traditional cowboy boot. It's a low heel. That's kind of.
2: I think they call that a walking heel. Believe walking it or not. Wheel.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're right.
2: Because of the angle, it makes it easier to walk in the boot, even if the heel is a high heel.
1: Right, because it's, it's on an angle. Yes. Got it.
2: Strangely enough, that, that's what they call, that's the popular Western style.
1: A walking heel. Yeah. Versus? A the other flat one heel. Flat. Oh, right. It's just kind of flat yeah. and not angled. Which
2: is what I own already is a flat heel oh. boot. It's a Western boot that's a kind of a work boot because my thought was, I want something for when the weather gets nasty. Yeah. And that's really uh, kind of more of a work boot than it is a style boot.
1: Right. Well, that was my question. Is a Western boot a weather boot or is it more of a stylish for
2: me it would be more stylish
1: yeah yeah and what color is this boot that's on your wish list black okay black with white stitching or just black with black stitching or...
2: um no i think it was black with black stitching but okay. the you Great. know the distressing brings out the whiteness of the leather of, right of of the edges so it it does give it a kind of a white and black style okay look. Yeah.
1: i like this all right and <coughs> when are we going to purchase this oh, when are we going to press the buy button hey you know i've had stuff <laughs> sitting
2: on that list for years so oh. it might end up that way i'm okay. not sure yet
1: all right we're going to check back with you i'm going to hear about this uh what else is on my list Oh, combat boots. Combat boots, once again, this is from the 90s. So we've got a little of 70s, we've got 80s, we've got 90s. Combat boots, but combat boots with a platform. So that's kind of the – I own a pair actually of Doc Martens like this. I just realized.
2: I I don't get these boots that are a lace-up boot that has a zipper on the side. So you leave it all laced up.
1: Yes. But you unzip it. I love it.
2: That seems to be the big popular thing I,
1: the shoes i just told you about um about switching them and i got the wrong size that's them they lace up with a zipper on the side i love <laughs> it because it's quicker yes i, zip I see and that zip and yeah no no um yes i do like that um so yes yeah, so combat boots with a platform and again lots of different colors to choose from and different patterns different textures um snake print as we've been seeing is not just in fashion also in boots animal print is the, the newest is snake um hi, uh hiking or tech i have hiking or tech on my on my list here so this is basically something with like it could have contrasting laces it could have shearling so it looks like a hiking boot or but it's kind of more techy, um, or a combination, almost like a hybrid of a snow boot meets a hiker. So imagine like a thick lug sole on the bottom, maybe it's got shearling coming out of it. Um I like this. I like mm-hmm. this a lot. Okay. And and I think this is something a good alternative to a snow boot. So yes. it's that's what it's like. It's a little bit like a snow boot, but with a uh, if a snow boot married a hiker.
2: A little more support.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And a little more yeah. athletic looking, I mm, think. So mm. um, I like that idea. And, uh, oh, mock croc boots. Easy way to uh, sort of upgrade any outfit.
2: I'm glad you said mock. because. Yes. Uh, these animal print things, even the snake skin, I, you know, come on. We don't need to be killing animals no, for our clothing.
1: No, no, no. Definitely mock so that, and faux. At least that
2: much. Of course, now I've also been talking about leather shoes. <laughs> You're still killing an animal. I know, for that.
1: I know. It's okay. Uh, but no, these are mock croc, Half the price, a fraction of the price, and still a uh, great, great look. So, um, yeah. So, hopefully, those are some boot options that you will love um, for this season. I like that there's lots of choices out there. It's kind of something for everyone. And within each category, there's a lot of options as well. Um, and my suggestion, if you're going to try a new boot this season, be patient. Just keep looking around because there's lots of different choices and there are lots of different sales. So remember, we're into December. Everything is going to be on sale very soon, if not already, um, as the holiday season approaches. So be patient. You'll probably get what you want, um, most likely and hopefully. So... All right, that'll do it this week for for Fashion Friday. Join me next week. I'm going to have more uh, suggestions for gift-giving ideas as we move further, closer and closer to um, the holidays. So you won't want to miss that. Join me next week for Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
0: You're listening to the station you grew up with, 1490 WGCH Greenwich. Trump sounds off. Week-long hearings end. I'm John Trout. In the first day of public impeachment hearings, the House Intel Committee heard from ousted U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Ivanovich. Democrats say she was removed because she was an impediment to the investigations the president and Rudy Giuliani wanted. The president today on Fox and Friends... She wouldn't hang my picture in the embassy, okay? She's in charge of the embassy. She wouldn't hang it. It took like a year and a half or two years for her to get the picture up. She said bad things things about me, she wouldn't defend me, and I have the right to change an ambassador. Jovanovic wondered at the hearing why her reputation was smeared by Giuliani, Donald Trump Jr., and Sean Hannity.